listen here, sensitive f***ing humans. Weirdish covers content regarding conspiracies, controversial topics, subjects that may trigger post-traumatic stress, and content some may consider offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to Weirdish, where we talk about Weirdish. Weird-ish. This is Brian, joined by Andriana, Nami, and Marvin. And Hello. today they're actually interviewing a witch. Yes. Uh, she has decided to remain anonymous, and we have gotten consent from her to just call her our witch. So, uh, how are you tonight, witch? So good. So excited to finally be called by my natural form. Fantastic. Do you do you not get called by your natural form often? You know, not often enough. When you really hear it and you really feel it, it's like, ah. Oh, it's a really good thing. It's <laughs> it's a awesome. really enlightening, really uh, empowering, powerful thing to be yeah. called that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, because a, a lot of people that I've you know spoke to, a lot of people have thought maybe calling a witch a witch could be considered rude. But you think of it like, would you call a Christian a Christian and be like, is that rude? Or you know, <laughs> that's a good way. <laughs> Yeah, so true. I mean, it can be similar to that, but uh, it can be. Yeah, it's really just like you know, um, uh, is is a painter a painter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, if it's something you believe in and you practice it, and it's something you very much believe in and you're passionate about, why not be called that? Yeah, yeah I think passion true. being the key word there. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely something uh, to dive into when you're passionate about it it's 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 uh it's a little bit of belief but it's it's mostly passion awesome so you definitely identify as a witch then what do you think defines being a witch what's your definition of being a witch because there there's there's a lot of different cultures there's there's dark magic there's like different types of magic you know and a lot and a lot of witches are portrayed as being bad and we want to make sure that they're you know people understand there's a lot of good you know there's witches that heal witch doctors there's a there's a lot of different things so what do you personally uh feel like a witch is i think to touch just for a second on the perception of a lot of witches being bad um i think that there are a lot of systems in place to uh to oppress things that have power or that might have any kind of influence. Um, I think that um, being a witch, uh, whether you're practicing very methodically and diligently or not, just has to do with how you feel about your practice, whatever that practice might be. And yeah, you're right. There are a million different kinds of witchcraft. Like there's Oh man, there's Wicca, which is one that a lot of people have heard of. Which oh, uh, I I was told when I was first asking these questions, I, I went to a friend's mom who I knew to be um, a longtime practitioner, and I was just like, witchcraft? What the fuck, man? You know, like. <laughs> to get a little more context, how long have you been a witch? So how long ago was this? I was having those conversations seven or eight years ago. So you've been a witch for quite a while. Feels like it. <laughs> That's awesome. <Yeah. laughs> okay. 
So, so what were what were the responses you got from asking those questions? Well, she said, um, you know, every Wiccan is a witch. Not every witch is Wiccan. So it, it's a that's sort of a sect or like like a like a like a faith based around the practicing of witchcraft. And there are many different faiths that are that have a lot of witchcraft um, tools. And there are a lot of not witchy or uh, there are some a lot of Christian faiths and a lot of um, Eastern faiths that uh, carry out a lot of ritualistic things that um, can be affiliated with 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 pagan type rituals. Now, it, it it's interesting that you brought up uh, pagans because in our previous episode on witches, uh, it pagans were basically the main focus of witchcraft do you do you believe that's where witchcraft originated do you is that something you're knowledgeable um i don't think that i could touch too much on the history of paganism but it all does seem to go back to paganism doesn't it (laughs) it it does everything we've read yeah for sure and i was even mentioning that there seems to be an overlap between ritualistic customs of cultures and paganism Um, a lot of practices that we see in numerous cultures including mine and the indigenous people of the land seem to share a lot in common with each other and it makes you wonder if their way of life all came from one place you know Um, whether it was from different groups of people coming together and mingling as they migrated over time you know crossing the Bering Strait for example or from colonization or maybe even a combination of these things who knows but there's a shared common ground and it's easy to go unnoticed until you start looking into other cultures and an interesting thing that Marvin also brought up in the previous episode was that these cultures wouldn't classify these things as being quote-unquote witchy you know um, it would just be considered a cultural custom for them. Oh yeah, of course. I think I think one of the biggest and easiest, most obvious common grounds are just the changing of the seasons. Oh yeah. That that we are all on the earth and with this giant plant ball that wants to show us really cool stuff and grow us really cool stuff and like oh yeah like the, the moon is such <laughs> a awesome. like a like a common denominator i've noticed um because we pay attention to the cycles of the moon and the sun uh, and yeah we celebrate each each cycle um in the coming of a new season well yeah! especially especially with harvest <laughs> um and i guess that it kind of ties in with the whole uh you know like time zones changing and this goes back to like before you know modern technology um we realize that that you know you have this and you have eclipses and stuff like that and and you have to have rituals for these things um to bring them in like we 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 keep track of the stars and everything and i i I see that like a lot in in like witchcraft um as well and i guess i don't know it's just this overlap that's quite interesting to me yeah it's almost like um it's almost like the personification of the practice of agriculture yeah yeah it's almost just like just mm. turning turning all of those things into the into uh into beings that we can interact with and have conversations with and yeah. ask for things yeah you know? definitely this is what i would love to make this happen um what do you need for me to to do this you know plant moon yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you need? 
I'll bring you a bowl of water, you know, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Put some pennies over here, light a candle. What's up? What's mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because um like even though we uh have this overlap in 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 realizing that the the sun and the moon and the stars have a lot to do with um like just our planet in general and you know the tides of the water and everything, right? Yeah. Um the way yeah. Even even with that, we can we can see that um like you were saying earlier there's like so many different types of witchcraft and in in practices right and rituals so even the way we recognize that might be different because like back in the day we used to sacrifice people for harvest <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you know how amazing humans are for compost <laughs> wow. Wow. oh my God. human newer is the best oh my God. <laughs> Here's another thought. Like the human body is seventy percent water, right? Yeah. And they're um I deal a lot with metaphysics. Ooh. Um, which I have no idea how to describe. But <laughs> yeah. if you don't if you don't know where that word, go look it up. It's a really fun time. Yeah. Um <laughs> Looking but, it up uh, right now. But uh, <laughs> what's it? Uh there's there's this doctor Yamato. I don't I don't know his name either. But he did this awesome study about the effects of thoughts on water. Oh yeah. And um how they can how uh, how negative thoughts can damage water on a molecular level. Oh, but yeah. thoughts can actually reconstruct those molecules those and words, yeah. strengthen them. Yeah, so imagine imagine what happens to your body. Be, it being seventy percent water at least, Ooh. you know, and all of the things that we go through in a day, and, yeah. and, and the rituals that we, in relationships that we have with our body, that's that's there's there's so much behind intention. I think that um, along with it being like some sort of agricultural uh, practice and phenomenon and way of communicating with such things, it's it it's also a way to communicate with our souls and our spirits and then just working out intentional rituals and developing them oh man fuck there's so much yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's so much. it's an interesting that uh interesting thing that you bought brought that up like intentions and in, in the words that are coming out like even with the the experiment that you mentioned that's that's awesome and i always tell people there's like power in words and you know how people are like, oh, uh, curses are called curses for a reason. Oh, like even, even just that. The power of your word. Yeah. I mean, like, touch your throat right now as you're speaking. Yeah. You know, like, you feel that buzz. Yeah. That, you mm. feel that vibration. Yeah. That is your verbal contract with the universe. Ooh. That's your verbal mm. con- contract with your own consciousness. Like, ah! <laughs> that's, that's insane. I should have definitely smoked before this. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, we're touching. Yo. There's so many. There's so many facets to so many things that can go along with witchcraft, with with religions, with with faith, with being, with practices. All of it. All of it in the, as little words as possible. What is witchcraft? It's intention. It's doing anything intentionally. That's great. It's doing put it. anything on huh. purpose. That's awesome. You know, like if you have a special way that you make your ramen, that's your 
Ritual. That's your witchcraft. Right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, you're right because I yeah, make it a it. certain way. There's a certain. You gotta peep the noodles in just right. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, yeah. Perfect. I can explain my ritual. Next time, next time you do that, try being like, "Hey, ramen, I love you so much. I love you so much. Oh, Amazing, little ramen." And then you add the <laughs> love <laughs> ingredient, right? Is that what the love ingredient is? That is the love ingredient. Yo, <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, that's Yo. great. I'm gonna go make some ramen. Oh, You're shit. changing the the molecules in the water that is that is going through so much. It went through all of those pipes to get to the, the container that you're boiling in, you know, mm. like now, it, and now it's going through so much more trauma, like dealing with all that heat. Mm. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine like, if, we all just, like, if we all just did little love spells for ourselves over our ramen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just blew my mind. That's great. I'm totally yeah. This is that. so wonderful <laughs> because, you, you know, you're showing us a side of somebody that, nobody really knows that is a witch and throughout history it's the word witch has had such a negative connotation attached to it so hearing your words and your personality showing is a wonderful thing and hopefully we can enlighten many more people on not all witches are bad yeah. i mean maybe there are no bad witches nowadays but there's always bad people and people witches are people as well now um, there are different types of magic, as you have stated. Do you practice a specific type of magic? Or do you practice magic? Do you call it magic? Or um, what do you practice? Um, I haven't found any literature on um, any of the things that I, I do intuitively that I would um, officially affiliate myself with a particular practice. Mm. Um, but things that I do in, in my personal practice are when I, whenever I'm called to do so, I, I really, really, really like candle magic because um, it encompasses all four elements in the candle itself. Ooh. And to transmute your intention by fire is something that I resonate with deeply. Um, so things that I'll, I'll do in my particular practice are... Um, Maybe to take a candle uh, and write down some some words that I'm, whatever I'm trying to manifest, you know, like it could be it could be something really simple as um, I want to make a million dollars and get a lot of hugs, <laughs> and <laughs> I I want to release these fears that I have that I that I am not doing enough and I want to be at peace with what I am doing now and that whatever I have the energy to do is is enough and I and I want to bring about that that kind of feeling or whatever whatever feeling I'm trying to bring about and I'll maybe tuck it under the candle or I'll put it in a jar of honey next to the candle and I'll put some of my pretty rocks around there and maybe like Ooh. like close my awesome. eyes and like cross my fingers really hard on my fingers and toes. <laughs> and just go, thank you, 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 thank you. <laughs> and so now you're, you're mentioning all these different aspects of these, uh, would you call them rituals? Yeah, yeah. So you're mentioning all these different, a you know, aspects, the, the rocks, the candles, um, your 
chanting certain words, no matter how simple or in a foreign language, you know, we don't know what you do. There's so much that goes into witchcraft, it, it seems, you know, or specific things that you create. Um, what's probably the most common thing that you make that, um, you know, we, there's no way we can cover everything that you do. We'd be here for like three days, <laughs> maybe even three mm-hmm. months. Uh, what's the most common thing you create, though? You said uh, whenever you're called upon to do so, do you have customers and or, or, or you know, like what would you call your customers or your patients or? Oh, oh no, 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 no. I only do magic on myself. On yourself? So and do you only sell you anything can do magic or? on yourself. And that's that's a that's sort of a. a uh, funny thing. Yeah, I I do make metaphysical tools, which I sell. Um, but I I will make them like candles or bombs or tea or broomsticks or smudges or whatever it is that I'm making. I'll make them when I'm called to do so. And I'll likely make a fucking hundred of them. <laughs> awesome. And then at that point, I, I've done all the work that I can in putting all whatever neutral life force or love and intention that I can into those tools. And then when they leave me and they find a home with someone, whenever they choose to use them, I consider that a collaboration mm. of oh. forces. That's awesome. I thought I thought it would be like a love potion type of thing. So you're trying to help them, but it's just... We're, here's the tools. You could do it on your own, but like here you go. Magic helps those who help themselves. There's a lot yeah, of that's awesome. That's <laughs> nice. awesome. It's all about wow. attention, and at the end of the day, no one can do the work for you. No one even knows the work that you're doing. No one will ever understand it in a way that you can, and it's best for you to sit in front of your own candle and go. I will definitely do that. <laughs> I think the thing Go that ahead. I create most in my personal practice is a continuous conversation with whatever universal force is pushing me through my particular path. And I really, really believe in that power and engaging in that power. So when I make tools that end up in my shop for other people, I make them with the intention to maybe give them permission to engage in that power. If they're a little shy about it, if they can't give themselves permission, if they don't think that they're strong enough and they really want to interact with a tool, then I guess my my tools are made with a purpose to just say, yeah, you can do this. You can do this as much as you want to or as little whatever you're called to do so and every bit of it is okay and is exactly enough for you on your path so would you consider like what you do a religion or just a lifestyle choice of how you would yeah i wouldn't i I wouldn't call it a religion and a lifestyle choice Religion would be too much, and lifestyle choice is a little is a little too, too little. little. Yeah, too little. So it's just like <laughs> yeah. right in the middle. It's perfect. That's Somewhere great. in the middle. This is more of a practice. Definitely. It's, it's, it's definitely not a hobby, but it's something that you fully yeah. believe in. 
to the point where you wouldn't call it a religion, right? This is some way over-the-top hobby. (laughs) (laughs) If you consider it a hobby, you're out there. (laughs) It's out there calling it a hobby. Way more than a hobby. I got a question. So, we've, all, we've all seen Civil War reenactors. Yeah. <laughs> yes, have, that's yes, true. We have. Uh, yeah, people go out and do that. People do that. God, I know. Oh just... my gosh. So <laughs> that's um great. have you ever have you ever made like potions? Oh yeah. <laughs> so Okay. Uh awesome. what are some of the uh have you ever had like a really uh, out there ingredient you needed to, you know, make a potion? What's the weirdest thing you've ever had to use? Or, not even a potion. Like, what's the weirdest thing you've had to create with okay. a weird thing? Do you want to hear about a really weird potion that I read about in an, in an old alchemical book? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Fuck it. I'd that. like to hear about that. And I think we'd also like to hear something that you've personally done, even if it's not like, oh, my gosh, that's so weird. What's the weirdest thing you've ever had to do? The weirdest thing that I've ever had to go and find was um, was some horse hair. Horse hair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and cat hair, which I which I had cat hair. But um, but I was making a a sachet which is like a little silk bag of herbs and stones and intention um it's pretty much a a little charm i was making a sachet for safe travel for a friend of mine who was going on their first cross-country trip and i needed to go and get horse hair because um there is something about the just the nobility of the representation of the horse that this particular uh, blend that I read in a Cunningham book. Um, anybody who starts getting into some magical shit will come across uh, what's his face, fucking Cunningham. He did. He, he wrote them all. He told everybody right. secrets, and everybody's really mad at him about it. But he's pretty cool. He's great. He's great. Babies for witchcraft, you know. Wow. <laughs> Scott Cunningham. But yeah, there was something about like the nobility and the like strength and consistency of horse. Of the horse itself that I needed to go and get some of his hair to put in this uh to put in this travel safe batchet. Hey, that's okay. You're not weird for that. That's we horse in our culture. That's wonderful. <laughs> no, it's, it's really good meat. I don't understand why everybody acts like it's not good. No, it's perfectly good meat. They're so muscly. That must be really, <laughs> it's really tough. <laughs> I, I will talk about human sacrifices and of course sacrifices. <laughs> 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 All right. Same awesome. level of enthusiasm. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um so what's the weirdest ingredient you've read about since you know you did cat and horse here? What's like the weirdest thing you've read? Okay. Let me tell you about moon milk. I read this right. shit about trying to make moon milk and <laughs> like it's like if you drink moon milk um you uh, like gain power you you gain like a oneness with the moon it was like something having to do with like calling in the moon's essence and being able to harness its power and like it's like some it's everything is like ultra manifestation shit like Uh, yeah it's all like all of these potions every kind of blend any kind of intention like we're trying to manifest something and like this 
so like it's it's always like a true neutral kind of thing like you can just if you get moon milk girl milk the moon where the mutters at right wow where them udders at <laughs> everybody thought it was cheese anyway <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> how to make moon milk went a little something like take a ginormous crystal bowl into a graveyard okay wait first you gotta collect angel water let me tell you about angel water angel water is the water that is on the grass early in the morning Ooh, morning oh dew. so dew yeah. dew is actually called an- so angel angel water angel water Wow. And, the, and the only way to fucking collect it is to leave a crystal bowl next to those dew drops and collect it like right before it evaporates in the morning sun. And so you need to get enough of that shit to fucking fill a whole crystal bowl. And then you take the crystal bowl filled with angel water into a graveyard under a full moon and you strategically place it so that the bowl is lined up with the moon's trajectory so the moon drops into the bowl every night that it is full. So that's three nights, right? And you have to do it for three moons. Oh my gosh. What? To keep refilling it? And, and this is not with the same bowl, right? This is with different same bowls bowl. of... Same bowl. What happens if your angel water like evaporates over three months? Yeah. Not gross. <laughs> you gotta start over. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of effort. No, that's what? We're talking about milk in the moon here. You yeah. don't think there's gonna be effort? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my intention is not that strong. <laughs> that's a lot of fucking work. Jesus Christ. Oh, Actually, you can store you can store your angel water in a place not in that bowl while you wait for another full moon, right? So then you do that three moons, for three nights, every moon, for three moons, it falls directly into this crystal bowl, right? And if you do it correctly, <laughs> if you do it correctly, like, uh, the, the the angel water is supposed to turn silver. Really? Whoa, okay. Yeah, and it has like a sheen to it. And then you can use it to like, as if you would holy water and like bless certain things. Like maybe you're doing some spell work later and I got my moon milk, you know? Now my water, my water, my angel fucking water has turned silver and it's fucking moon milk now. And I bottled it, boom, I got the moon milk in a bottle. And now when I'm doing like spell work or something, I can just throw some fucking moon milk on that shit. Wow, way better. Moon milk. That's just that's just to get one ingredient of the weirdest thing you've read about. Yeah. Damn. One wow. ingredient. Whew. Wow. Witchcraft is no joke. Wow. I know. I was I was inspired to try it. I wanted to try it, and then you said I had to keep doing it. I was like, oh fuck that. It's I'm like not. challenge accepted. Wait. I'm not challenging wow. myself that much. <laughs> Which is honestly the most intimidating thing about witchcraft is that like it's an endless thing. You can do it forever and ever and ever. And a lot of mm-hmm. people, when they start doing it, and felt like they've already done it forever and ever. <laughs> That's fucking great. I- I'm curious. Back to this other. Back to this other. Um, what was it? Potion or potion. that that required the moon milk? 
what is what, what's this one that requires the moon milk that you were talking about? It has about? to be way I'm more powerful about than this. the moon milk. Oh, I actually didn't read about a potion that requi- that called for moon milk. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. I just I just Man. got a recipe for moon that milk. That's crazy, yeah. You were like, yeah. what? Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> oh that's so much fucking work. Since, since we're on the topic of uh, like ingredients and stuff, uh, and they have like interesting names like moon milk and like what is it, angel water? Angel water. Um, Which you can yeah. turn into angel fire, by the way. What? <laughs> what? 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 I'm angel fire. What? Other things, so. What? All right. All right. Back. Back. Backtracking back, back, back to the angel water, right? Let's say you have like like a gallon of angel water, which is a fucking lot. <laughs> like, yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of fucking work. Lot. Man, you can reduce this like four different times in four different ways. Um, and I forget the exact like difference in the ways, but um, what happens is you uh, you reduce it to an ash. And then you can turn the ash to a salt. What? Which is called angel fire. Whew. Which is actually a place in New Mexico. <laughs> is that where it got, got the name from? I think so, dude. Them desert fairies, those desert Whoa. witches, they, they do some crazy ass shit out there. Man, that's like some Santeria uh, stuff, right? <laughs> man, Santeria. We got a lot of Santeria down in Florida. Oh, for real? Oh yeah! Wow. Look, you ever go for a walk in the woods and see three oranges cut? Don't touch them. Oh. What? Why? Wait, what? Don't touch them. Why? Don't touch them. That is some kind of fruit offering. They're t- they're they're typically blood oranges. So we don't do human sacrifices anymore. Now we do just blood oranges. You know, oh, okay. <laughs> like the blood <laughs> of the thing. Ta-da, blah blah blah. You know, like you could just put in. You ever see that witch meme where it's like? Some witches are like, I'm gonna do like a million tools and blah 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 and do it under the full moon and like everything is clean and precise and like methodical. And then there are some witches who are like, I'm just gonna like drizzle a sigil on this fucking toaster stirling for breakfast. Even <laughs> breakfast. My intent is to have a great day. Oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. Witchcraft can be as complicated or as simple as you want it to be, you know? Like that's great. Uh, so I have a question, <laughs> right? Whatever it takes for you to engage with your own fucking universal power, you know? Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I have a question, like, like back to the angel fire, right? Can you... So you said it's, it's like, it's kind of like a dust? It's a salt. Like a salt? Okay. Can you, like, salt bay it into the potion? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, as far as those things go, like the moon milk and the angel fire, like we're dipping um, less into like modern or like what I would commonly call witchcraft and more of what I would call alchemy. That's like. Ooh. So there's a difference? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> would alchemy just be like a more complex version of something? I think alchemy would be the intersection between witchcraft and science. Yeah, because Ooh. you think of uh, alchemy, you have chem in there, chemistry, you know, exactly. combining molecules, different ingredients together. So it makes exactly. Sense. How do you turn a fucking water into salt? Some crazy like chemistry project, like evaporation. Heat is the catalyst, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the elements. Evaporation, dis- distilling. 
all sorts of shit. Oh man. Okay, yes. so I'm in currently in school for herbalism right now. We had a we had a, a little bit of things that we did for for class today where we were doing something called a double extraction. And this shit feels like witchcraft. <laughs> Just the name alone, yeah. The devil Essentially extraction. a double extraction is where like you take we were we were uh, working with reishi mushrooms, right? So Reishi has like a lot of really amazing medicinal properties. Pretty much what we did was like we had eight ounces of mushrooms and we cut that in half and half of it we extracted through alcohol an alcohol glycerin and water blend which was like there's a lot of math involved it was like 80 percent this like 15 percent that like one percent this and then like and then the other one was a water de- decoction that we made with the other half right so the macerating time for the uh alcohol extraction would take four to six weeks and then the, the the decoction is pretty much like boiling the mushroom until for like eight hours or so, and then um, you make sure that it's like one to two ratio, and then you put them back together again. And the reason why you're doing that is because mushroom there are constituents con, con, blip, blip, constituents. <laughs> There are properties in the mushrooms. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) There are properties in the mushroom that can only be extracted through alcohol, whereas water extracts another type of property in the mushroom. So they were trying to get a full spectrum of every kind of medicine that you can get out of that one mushroom. Damn. That's cool. And no matter what you do, it's going to take a month. Oh, that's commitment right there. Yo. No? Witchcraft is commitment. Yeah. <laughs> so I was getting okay, right. What was your question? No, your homework is great. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm learning so much right now. <laughs> Which is, and I think I'm learning what I learned today because I didn't absorb it until I said it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I heard the I heard the brain works like that. Like like you learn more from teaching than you do from like reading and doing it, which is quite yep. interesting. Yeah. There's like this whole like learning pyramid and I don't know. I, That's a whole yeah. segment. You should do you should do a show on learning disabilities. Ooh, that would be great. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be great. Yeah, like that uh in combination with like neurology and, and psychology. I think that would be awesome. The cognitive essence. Ooh, yes. yeah. Fucking weird. so um like back to um the beginning you said that uh when you first um heard about witchcraft it it was through like your friend's mom um yeah yeah i had um i had another childhood bff from another side of town who had a mom who was uh who's like this hardcore like pagan priestess like like, she was the cool fucking mom you know like <laughs> yeah she cussed at everybody like everybody came to her house for dinner like everyone always knows what time dinner is and anybody who shows up will eat you know like wow. that's awesome yeah she's like this badass seamstress who like weaves her own fibers and then puts them through a fucking loom and then like Whoa. weaves her trim for her era correct like civil war gowns that she sews Whoa. by hand what? And this bitch is a fucking priestess for like twenty something years. Okay, this is your oh, elder. You go to your <laughs> fucking house, 
and you ask her for your blessing. Whoa. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, like, was she the one that, like, inspired you to, like, do, uh, get into it? Man, well, yes. Yes and no. She was definitely a person who made it feel more accessible and, uh, like, normalized, you know? Like, uh. yeah. There's someone that I could lay eyes on that I could talk to in real life who is who is engaging in these, taboo. in these practices and and made it uh, yeah she made it really accessible and um, and I knew what time dinner was at her house like anytime time right <laughs> <laughs> I went over Free there food? one day and I was like yo ma bitch crap right what the fuck is up and she was like okay so you want to talk about and she went off for like an hour and a half about the entire history of witchcraft it originating in like ireland and england and all of this like eurocentric like history about it in particular with the practices that she herself is affiliated with which i don't remember exactly what they were um but she did a lot of candle work and um, uh, gave me a couple of books on um, psychic development and psychic defense, which have really just been like meditation tools to be like, I'm rubber, you're glue, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> could, could you touch on? Um, could you touch on what candle magic is for a moment? Because this is yeah. probably the third time you've mentioned it. Candle magic. It sounds like it's very common. Um, candle magic. Um, I mean, yeah, the, any time that, you know, like light a candle for me, you know, like, ah, shit, I'm going, I'm going through some hardcore times. I mean, it's used in a lot of, in a lot of, uh, different cultures and a lot of different practices, um, to transmute by fire. Um, how I understand candle magic is it's a cheap and accessible tool, um, to, uh, organize your intention around. Um, which is probably the main reason for physical tools is to just like visualize and harness your your intention, whatever gets you engaging. But um, how I understand it is, let's see, it encompasses all four elements. Um, so earth is the wax, fire of course being the flame, the air that feeds the flame, and then when the wax melts, that's water. And yeah, there's a there's a billion little books on candle magic wow. there's a million ways to do it you could do big like if you ever seen like maths for like a tarot spread you know yes and how yeah. there's how there's like a bunch of boxes everywhere you can make them like a million but like it at like a base level one of the easiest tarot spreads is like one two three you know past present future that kind of Ooh. thing like so so candle candle magic like layouts can sometimes look like that or if you're trying to manifest like really huge change you could use a million candles or you could just pray over this one candle for a whole fucking week while it burns it's i don't know magic is is absolutely whatever you want to make it as much as you want to or as little um but candle magic i think is um has been a really powerful tool for me in particular. It, it's something that I can sit with, that I can visualize, that immediately changes the energy of the space for me. That's amazing. You know, the mood lighting, you light some candles. Yeah. Right. <laughs> set the mood, <laughs> get some dinner. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, like. The whole atmosphere. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lighting candles, bitch. New moon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, Outside of candles, do you awesome. use uh, crystals or stones, like runes or anything like that? I work a lot with crystals. Yeah. I might be a very hardcore crystal witch. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, awesome. do, you, uh, do you use sunlight to charge them or moonlight? And why? Ooh, and why? Um, it depends on the stone and why. Uh, back up. I'm sorry. Back up for those that don't understand that, like me. Yeah. Oh. Charging the crystals. <laughs> is this different types of energy, sunlight and moonlight, and the crystal absorbing it? And how do those energies affect what goes on and what happens? Okay. Try that question again. <laughs> I don't, basically, I don't know anything about these crystals. <laughs> Or anything about absorbing the sunlight and moonlight. So is there a difference between yeah, I, I a crystal absorbing sun and moonlight? First things first, crystals. What the fuck, right? Okay, so <laughs> there are, um, holy shit, how do I answer that? Just, okay. <laughs> in, in the most simplistic way you can. I know it's a very, um, it's a very, very large subject. Yes. Crystals are minerals of the earth that some believe um, are the the fruits of our ancestral labors. Yeah. As in, we planted these seeds in the earth millions and millions of reincarnations and years ago, and now we the the earth has come to fruition. These seeds have come to fruition, which are these amazing minerals that are inside the earth that hold their very own vibration, which is measurable by very sensitive instruments. We talked about that vocal vibration. Yeah. That being your- Frequencies. That being your, your, Frequencies, your, yeah. your, your verbal contract with the universe and how vibrations can have effects on water. I'm so glad that we talked about these things because that is like the premise behind crystal magic and like crystal medicine in it working is that these these tiny little rocks, these beautiful these beautiful rocks, these crystals, no matter how big or small, <laughs> they hold their very own frequency and vibration that interacts with the water in your body and moves it and repairs the molecules in whatever frequency those those stones are vibrating at. Yeah, that's 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 so amazing. Um, wow. And, and you know, it's, it's funny that you say that because um, I, I, I don't know if this is something that like crosses over to uh, what you believe with the, you know, the metaphysical of, of these crystals, because it could be like, um, like in my culture, it's like huge on, uh, we have like limestones and crystal quartz. Um, yeah. And and we believe that. Uh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Way awesome science thing. Every last microphone that exists has a fucking quartz crystal in it. Because it's so good at amplifying energy. Yes. Only the world that will amplify sound. That's the only thing. Oh, that is so right cool. That yeah. Is, that yeah. Is, yeah. Chris, of course, is amazing. I did amazing. not know that. Holy that crap. It's amazing. My what? whole frontal lobe just got blown off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. So, it's my fine mind. I could have lost it. What? <laughs> wow. Tell me about the limestone. <laughs> okay, so, you know, back in the time of ancient civilizations they tended to build pyramids cities and whole courts with temples right yes well i'm from belize which was part of the whole mesoamerica mayan civilization uh period 
Um, and we still have ruins and artifacts left over today. And one of the defining features of these structures would be that they're primarily made of limestone. Um, limestone was believed to have been able to like amplify acoustics, just like the crystal quartz and making it sound as if, you know, um, you were talking to the gods because of the echoes, right? And jade was also used a lot because it was associated with life and death and also water and vegetation. So even after colonization and integration of other cultures, a lot of these beliefs were orally passed on in some families. For example, in my family, we use gold specifically in jewelry as a means of protection because we believe that it's the strongest metal for holding intentions and blessings along us. Do you think this is something that goes across the board? That's it. These are all absolutely yes. I completely agree with all of these sentiments. I've heard them before. I've worked with them. Yeah. Ooh, another really cool thing, though. The reason why, why are the pyramids, why are these, like, limestone monuments exactly where they are? Oh, yeah. With ley lines? Oh, yeah. Fucking ley lines! Fucking ley lines! Ley lines are the fucking energetic, like, pressure points of the entire fucking Earth. Yeah. And, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like to think of them as like like the the arteries of Earth. I have learned so much today. This is great. <laughs> or like uh like the Bermuda Triangle. How it's like a total vortex down there. Yeah, you know, like everything just falls into the pit. No radioactivity can even penetrate whatever the fuck is happening in the Bermuda. That Triangle. whole magnetic feel. You know. Yeah, but so, um, if you think about that, like on a grand scale, there's so much energy and like so much potential, and like so many things to be like interacted with. And if you know about them, that better like informs the kind of intention that you can have and the kind of intention that you can interact with. And that all comes back down, like, and it just comes right back into your body. It comes right back in, like, comes in from the earth to the to your home. To your to your body, all of it, everything. <laughs> That's so awesome. You know, it's so cool. It's so cool hearing about all that. And you mentioned a lot about energy and energy forces, and that still has me very curious. What is the difference between a crystal absorbing moonlight and sunlight? <laughs> different energy forces. Different energy oh, so that forces. That was your question. Oh, that or, was your question. Uh, okay. Well, that. Marvin brought that up and it, it just blew my mind. Like there, there must be a difference if that's a common like question. Cause you were like, Oh, great. You know, very common, yeah. very good. What's the difference? All right. Now we've covered what crystals are. Very okay. thoroughly. <laughs> yeah. Very yes. thoroughly. I forgot that we were asking that question. <laughs> that was great. I think we covered a little bit of what you can do with them. Um, which is great. Um, and now how to take care of them. Um, yeah, um, a lot of people say a lot of different things. This goes a little bit beyond crystals, this sun and moon to charge or to cleanse kind of thing. Um, this moves on to like the, the crystal daggers or like the jade or the, or the gold, or like you can do this with absolutely anything that you, um, any tool that you use that you have intentions with. A, you know, a very intentional tool. I want to take care of this tool in a particular way. Um, I've heard about like bringing a dream catcher into the sunlight so that the sun burns away the bad dreams that are that are caught to it. That's one of the that's I think one of the most basic examples that I could bring up is that I think that with the sun 
it can be very energizing and very cleansing, but it inherently has like a masculine energy. There's something to it that is that can be aggressive and very forceful. Whereas the moonlight is much softer. It's sort of a, a really gentle way to charge or to cleanse. So either in it, and at that point, will it will it charge or will it cleanse it? It depends on your intention. You know, like maybe I might bring some crystals out under the moonlight and be like, hey moon, I ask that this uh, this crystal be charged and cleansed of any and all negative or unwanted energies and entities and that it may be um, charged to its fullest extent. Um, thanks so much. Uh, P.S. I love you. You know? Nice. <laughs> I brought the <laughs> so, I, I have um like something interesting i guess i could share and it is more like a, a question for you um so i uh, <laughs> well i lost my chain of thought my bad um <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah it was like it, it was kind of like a like a like a loaded question i guess um they so, are. so <laughs> <laughs> oh yes they are. So, um, with, with, uh, like crystals, right? Um, so we were talking about like, uh, like it, like, um, holding intention and stuff. And, and I wanted to know, like, especially for people listening who, who don't necessarily know about like the metaphysical properties or anything that has to do with it. Um, why would you have to charge your crystals? You don't. You don't? Okay. No, you don't. Common misconception. Here is one common misconception. You do not have to charge your crystals. Ooh. You do not have to cleanse them. You Ooh. can if you want to. And it's all about your relationship with each particular crystal. Like some people can be more in tune with a crystal and be like, oh man, you know, I just went through a lot like with this amethyst, you know, I was trying to break some bad habits. I was like quitting smoking. I was like, I was feeling really depressed and like I worked a lot with this amethyst for those particular things and I'm starting to feel better I'm starting to feel relieved and actually this amethyst is feeling a little heavy to me it's all about like personal experience with those things nice. and if you want to you could be like hey amethyst like thanks for, for doing all that I'm gonna put you back in the dirt so you have like some sleep time <laughs> you've done a lot of work and now you can rest <laughs> Go yeah. yeah. little crystal. I'll dig you back up later, and you'll be more purple because that's science. <laughs> that's science, motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> nice. I've, I've heard of I've heard of a lot of practitioners never, ever, ever, ever letting anybody else ever touch their tools, and and um, and never cleansing them. I have particular like <laughs> I have. It's it's sort of like um it's sort of like man I really fucking love this vest so much and I've worn this vest to all of the special things that have ever happened in my life and I'm never ever gonna wash it because all of those awesome things are all like crusted into this wow. crusty end now yeah so <laughs> so you you just mentioned there are some practitioners that are like they have some really great tools what do you feel are some tools or instruments that are vital to have for uh, witchcraft or witches or any sort of uh, practice of that sort. 
vital tools. Um, if any, if any, if maybe any. you just need your hands or compassion based on what like, I've heard. Like a, like a startup kit? Like, like, oh, this is my <laughs> beginner witch kit. Like, are you asking that? <laughs> I would say a copper Vital bowl. tools, just a what? Copper bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a quartz, clear quartz. Yeah, we're talking about startup witch kit. Yeah. Here <laughs> is an easier question than vital tools because that is an entirely like individualized it, response. Yeah, it must be more like pinpointed on specific practices, right? Sorry. Yeah, it's dependent. It on must the- be more like what you practice. Yeah. Whatever okay. you. Whatever you want. So startup witch kit then. Yeah, if you if we were talking a fancy fancy startup witch kit, you get you a cotton bowl, um, uh, a box of matches, a uh, clear quartz, and um, and a candle. Yeah, nice. Really? Okay. Fantastic. So everyone out there that wants to become a witch, get those get those things at your local Start store. Maybe local store does that work, or does that have to be more natural? These are totally some dollar store shit, you know. Like there is dollar oh, store witchcraft. Totally there, could... there are herbs in your kitchen right now that you can use. Oregano. Fantastic, fantastic. Oh my god! Oregano. Don't even get me yeah. started on oregano. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oregano. Oh yeah, yeah. I had to bring it up. Everybody be tripping like they don't even know. Low key, <laughs> oregano is gonna save your fucking life. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oregano is cool. Don't even. Yeah, I can go great. on listing stuff, but I kind of want to backtrack to what you said earlier about some practitioners not allowing anyone to touch their crystal or tool that they're using and the reason i want to bring this up is because i grew up hearing that if you let someone remove your blessed amulet or any form of protection jewelry and wear it then that will remove the intention or blessing from it um is that something that goes across the board as well i've heard about that yeah yeah uh that's that's definitely something that i've heard of and i've heard about like um like nobody being able to take your jewelry off of you not just wearing it, yeah. But to to for somebody to take it off of you in general, like just technically like, like like taking away that power from. Ooh, that's a nice way. And to put also, it. that like that makes me think about like, um, not letting anyone light your cigarettes for you. I've never heard that one. Only you can light your fire. Wow! Like I've heard, I've heard oh. like opening up a, a flip a switchblade, whatever, and like somebody else has to close it. Like nobody else can close it. You have to close your flip blade out. Like, right? Yeah. yeah. I've never heard that. Wow. I heard that. Like it was, it was like bad luck. Like oh word. man, I love superstition. You know, <laughs> all, of, all of these things are are we're we're getting from the topic of like witchcraft is like. Is is there's so it's witchcraft is intention, superstition, and something else. I think, gonna, <laughs> I think we're gonna land on it by the end of this. Yeah, it's great. We've, that's awesome. And um, I, I love, 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 love superstitions. Though, can we talk ooh, about? Oh yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah. Actually, do actually, it. Let's talk about it. I'm down. I have a cool story that I kind of want to share, and I want to ask you, um, 
specifically, have you ever heard of someone's like um, personally like uh, like like I guess you could say blessed jewelry or or um, crystal disappearing? Yeah. Like, like just just disappearing with no yeah. reason. Okay, so that that has happened to me. Um, because when I was younger, um, I had like this protection amulet that I needed, um, because I was being uh, like haunted a lot. So my parents, you know, got it for me, and I wore it for a really long time. And then this one time, like I've had it for a while. And by the way, it, it was it's quite interesting because while I had it, the longer I had it, the heavier it felt around my neck. I don't know why. It was really weird. Yeah, it was like it was really it was light when I got it. And like by the time, you know, for how long I had it, um, it started to feel like it was like at least five pounds. And I was like, why is it so heavy? And I didn't realize until like one day I, t I took it off and I put it back on. I was like, whoa, that feels like a weight on my shoulders. It's so weird. Um, yeah. So um, the story is and I'm just going to like make it really short. Just just get to the uh, point of it. Um, but this one day I was I was taking a nap and this was like in the afternoon during summer. Um, I, I believe I was like in like my sophomore year of high school um, and I was taking a nap in the evening <laughs> and I felt like like someone was like in my room and I thought it was my little brother. And I felt like just tapping on my head and just tap, 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 tap. And it was like so annoying. It was so annoying. And I, that's the reason why I thought it was my little brother because he's so annoying. <laughs> um, so I was like, leave me alone, leave me alone, right? Leave me alone. Like, why, why are you bothering me? I'm trying to sleep, right? And it just kept, it was so persistent, right? And then I got up and there was like this huge, like black mist in front of me, like this like shadow, like, but it was like, it was not a shadow. Like it's solid, like a person is there. And it was like, so like, like misshaped um it wasn't like you know some people say they see a shadow and it's like in the shape of a person or something no this was just like a blob right and and i heard like 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 whispers but it wasn't like um it was, <laughs> this sounds crazy <laughs> um but i heard whispers but it did not sound like english at all and i got up and i was like scared because like you know i'm still kind of a kid at this point um and when I got up, the, the, the amulet that I was wearing, like, ripped off of my, my, my neck and disappeared. And, um, like, we tried looking for it afterwards. Like, my, you know, even when we moved out of the house, could not find it at all. And my brother is always like, ha, 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 you got jacked by a ghost. <laughs> right? Let me ask you something. Have you been haunted like that ever again? Yes, I have been haunted my whole life. Fuck! Yeah, it's in, it's it's a it's um. This oh, <laughs> is like I, I don't know if this is like a plot twist. I don't think I've told a like a serious story yet um on the on the podcast um and and there's so much more to the story. But like I said, I just want to keep it short and maybe I'll do another episode like like you know elaborating. Um, but it yeah, I've been haunted my whole life. Like it's a like it's a family thing. Like you kind of like get in like I I guess it like we believe that when you're born, um. And certain people come from lineage, right? So from my lineage, we have this like I don't I don't want to say like like psychic abilities, but like you know I come from a long line of people like that. So that's um, Claire clairvoyance is to see. Yeah, and I can I can see and talk. Claire audience is yeah. to hear. Ooh, so I have two of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just found that interesting because I don't know if like it's something common where people are like, yo, like, you know, this whole thing just disappeared. This physical thing just like just 
disappeared. I mean, especially in the like action-packed way that it completely disappeared. Yeah, I feel like you know maybe it was getting heavier and heavier and only had like so much juice left. You know. Yeah. And really knew that you needed all of that right then. Ooh. So it hung on for that one moment, one moment, and was just like, yeah. Oh and, like, my totally gosh. You know, I've never thought of it like that. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Oh, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> I actually thought I got Jack, but you know, now that you say it like that, that makes so much sense. Because I'm yeah, like, this... that, that entity, it just like dissipated with the entity, you know? Like, wow. Wherever so, it went, it took that motherfucker with it. <laughs> That's crazy. Ooh, you know, uh, now that you say it, that like, worked so fucking hard for you. Man. Like, Maybe I'll get another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh my gosh. Damn, I need yeah, I need another one of that because that one was like that that's the best one I've ever had. But now that you say it like that, I kinda wanna get another uh amulet. Yeah, yeah. Amulets oh amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, superstition is so good though. Wow. Superstition. Uh, yeah, I'm huge yeah, on superstition. So, so you come you come with some family ghosts. Oh yeah, um, uh, you know it goes back to it actually stems back from witches from from what I've heard. Um, like, is it is is there like a like a history with your ancestors in particular with like some some witches local yeah. to where you're from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, witches are. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, like. Um, <laughs> <She's so high. laughs> yeah, it, Great. It's, and it's it's so it's so I feel like it's such a. <laughs> it's such a taboo <laughs> topic because like like when I bring like I try not to bring it up because like people are so like closed-minded and like my family for us it's normal but you tell someone that like you know they're very like westernized or something they're like usually they're usually like kind of side-eyeing you like kind of judging you like oh is this person crazy like how do you believe in that stuff and I that's why like I'm really hesitant to share it and that's kind of why we made this show weirdish, because like I'm always like, oh man, like it's so hard to find people you can have these types of conversations with. But anyway, just to segue a little bit, do you believe in that whole like? Uh, because I guess it stems like in in witchcraft, but like the whole like witches mark thing. Like, do you think that's a thing or like that's just like, come that's again? A myth, like uh, like a witch mark, like you're born with like a certain birthmark or something that like you see it and you're like, oh, you're a witch. Oh man. There are a million superstitions. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't wait to spend my whole life figuring them all out. And I, yeah, maybe I do have a witch mark. Maybe you have a witch mark. Um, well, from what I've seen recent, this is very recently too. This is like last month. Um, I saw there was like this really viral TikTok video about um, like the witch's mark, and they were like, "Oh, if you have a mole on your forearm." Um, you're a witch, like you come from a line of witches, and I was like, what? But the, the funny part is, I have a mole on my forearm, and I was like, what the hell? Like, I'm like, is it true? Is it just like a like like a coincidence? I was like, mind blown. <laughs> I, I haven't heard about that one. Yeah, it, it went viral people. on TikTok, like I think like two or three weeks ago. And I'm not even a TikTok person. Someone sent it to me, and they're like, <laughs> "Like, do you have this?" And I like, I was like, like, Shh. like I looked at the video, and I was like, "She's a witch." I was like, "Yeah, right." And then I, I looked at my arm, I was like, "Oh man, witch. got him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a witch, guys. That's a witch. <laughs> got yeah. her. <laughs> Man, witch hunting is getting real weird. <laughs> Speaking of, now you're just doing it over TikToks. 
<laughs> so now we're talking about a mole on the arm and there was a yeah. bunch of other you know things that back in the way way back in the day it was like oh you're a witch if you have this or do this and so what do you think of all that what do you make of all that what do i make like, of do, you, do you think do you think there's anything that would definitely classify somebody as a witch based on actions alone or appearance alone black clothes and black hat <laughs> On a seriously, on a serious note, um, no. <laughs> I didn't think so. I agree. Yeah. Not a single thing could identify so, a witch. There is no science. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, we, we see we see so many movies and films and oh, cartoons yeah. about like how witches are portrayed in mainstream media. Big nose, so, green skin. You know, and how they <laughs> act as well. How do you feel about how they're portrayed in mainstream media? Does it offend you in any way? Do you think it's funny? Is it in any way accurate? I think it's great. Um, I don't think it's accurate. <laughs> but it is super entertaining, which um, I believe should be the, uh, the purpose for media in general. Yes. So, not, uh, not to... I think I, I think I've never personally gotten offended because I mean like, let's be real, I am not being burnt at stake. <laughs> like, I don't I don't have the same kind of trauma um, or fear of oppression as my witchy ancestors would. Um, I experience stigma, but uh, drop in the bucket, you know, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> nowadays, like, people get stigma for breakfast, like. True. <laughs> That's really... so true, yeah. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't say that, that any portrayal of witches in the media affect my experience as a witch in my daily life. What would you say is your favorite um, media portrayal? Like, let me guess, American Horror Story, Calvin? Oh, that one was pretty good. That one was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That, that Gaga creature. That was oh, so good. Yeah, in a hotel. Ooh. Yeah. So good. So Ooh, good. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, that was a portrayal in media where I was like, I want to be that witch. You know, like, yeah. I want to. <laughs> nice. I also really like, um, I really like, uh, turning 13 and like getting on a broomstick and just like going off to delivering packages other like. cities to start practicing being a witch and, but like but the way that they approached like being a witch was like a community service which i really enjoyed it was like what can you do in particular that makes you so magical that like what kind of magic can you bring to your community to like uplift and empower others and to help out which is something that yeah which is in a positive light another cool thing about kiki's delivery service and its portrayal of witches is that the townspeople weren't like oh it's a witch oh god they were more like just <laughs> taken aback like there's a witch here okay <laughs> you know it, it was never like oh this is well, terrible we, have, we have to start a riot and get pitchforks man 
It, it was it was a positive pitch thing. Pitchforks, only pitchforks. Only pitchforks. <laughs> There's not gonna be you like know? a lot of gore, like. <laughs> <laughs> but still, <laughs> still, there, there's a lot of movies that will just strictly portray witches as being bad, and I didn't even think of Kiki's delivery service as you know on this subject. That's a great point to bring up as mainstream media and how witches are portrayed so thank you very much about that that's fantastic i think i think that uh for that to be my personal choice just says more about the, the kind of witch that i want to be when i grow up you know <laughs> fantastic <laughs> i want to yes. be the witch so speaking about speaking of like what witch you want to be when you grow up you know you know just speaking what kind of witch do you classify yourself as currently do you classify yourself as like a specific witch do you practice a specific type of magic or um i guess um you know i've had i've had uh people who i would consider my peers and also my elders in the metaphysical community people who have been practicing for many many more decades than i um who have sort of like sniffed me out and have been like hey you are such a fairy witch you are so fey you know you're a really like bubbly like light worker type of uplifter like little fairy witch (laughs) you are completely opposite of what you would see in the mainstream media of a witch Like, (laughs) like your whole personality is so bubbly and so nice and it makes me want to be a witch. I was like, man, I'm going to learn this. <laughs> Nami the witch. Nami yes. the witch. Wow, yeah. You can be a witch. You can be a witch. Thanks. <laughs> I've always wanted to be one. Fantastic. Yes. yes. <laughs> I have so, never been so inspired in my life. <laughs> could you take a moment to explain what a fey witch is or a fairy witch is? As opposed to like, or what stands out about those witches compared to others? I think a, a fairy witch would probably resonate very heavily with um, forest, with forest or, or or like mossy little trinkety things. Mm. There's a lot of like like um like uh, I don't know. I I would say that I am personally inclined to interact with tiny little beings that I believe to live in the flowers. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Um, and um, I, I would consider a, a fae witch or a fairy witch to be a witch whose magic interacts with the fairy realm, which would be like to like leave little tiny little glasses of wine under under a tree where um, and then and then like if you if you leave nice trinkets in places where you believe fairies to be sometimes they'll reward you by growing a mushroom there like the next day <laughs> really like, um i like to interact with fairies because um i lose things a lot and <laughs> if i'm like oh gosh darn it come on fairies just give it back it turns up it turns up real quick <laughs> they're a little trickster wow. uh energy. Damn, they've been stealing my lighters lately then. You know, I, I actually heard something about something similar like that where it was like little gnomes or something about, you know, if it, it, you know, gnomes like to take things and hide them and then they eventually turn up or something. 
I heard something like. Oh, don't something you think like, they would if you were a gnome? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd be more concerned if my hat was very pointy that day to impress all the other gnome ladies. <laughs> or you know? if like a cat was going to walk by and attack me while I'm walking through the forest. <laughs> if you were a gnome and your hat wasn't doing so well that day, it wasn't so pointy, wouldn't it annoy you? Wouldn't it make you mad? I'd be a mad. Take something. Be a mad little gnome. Mad. <laughs> oh my goodness. You raised good points. You know, move this person's car keys. Oh my god! To help those gnomes in need, we should start to place things out for them to take in case their hats are not so pointy that day. Do you agree? That's great. Gnomes who aren't having a pointy hat day, you're still beautiful and you're still great. And tomorrow is a new day. It's not about the size of the hat; it's the motion in the ocean. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. wow. I'm sorry, I had to. I had to. You it was said in that there. Wrong, I was Robbie. like, I'm going to go for it. Whatever. Fantastic. Yes. 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 Remember to sing lullabies to your ramen. <laughs> How much you love your ramen. <laughs> Don't forget, you can start where you are. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I, I kind of want to. Um, bring back what, what you said about uh like being a light worker um do, do you like yeah, who is one right yeah, yeah. <laughs> who is I, one I, I am like, I'm, I'm calling you out you talking to me, right? look at you crying, girl i wonder how many people call you about broken hearts oh I'm my god <laughs> wow yeah i feel like it's call your ass out right now tell me, tell me about it. let me tell you what a light worker does <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It heals those around them and brings joy to those who are closest to them. It, they tend to be the person who does a lot of emotional work for the people around them. So much so that it can bring you down, bring you feel real fucking heavy, right? Yeah. How, how hard do you gotta work to get back to yourself again? That's what that's what witchcraft is for, for light workers and empaths. Oh, so no healing self like making sure that you you cleanse and and like get yourself right so that i mean light workers are there to do the work and and the work will find you wherever you are yeah i just checked turns out you can't fucking outrun it every city that you go to <laughs> Every place there have been parking lots where i decided to pull off into because i saw a tree that i like oh my gosh <laughs> Yeah, and then a lady gets out of her car and starts fucking crying at me about her life story, and I, <laughs> and I, and I pep talk her through that shit before I can get to the tree that I like. That's like <laughs> what I have to do. It's like a quest. Yeah, <laughs> the quest of the yeah. holy tree. <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's like people can tell when you are one. Like they just gravitate towards you, and they're like, "I don't know why I feel like this. I don't know why, but I feel like I can tell you everything." And it could be oh like complete God. strangers. It's like, it's so interesting. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> and you know, it's funny because, um, do you know about like the, the personality test, like the Myers-Briggs personality test? Oh yeah, cool. yeah, I heard about that. So like, it, it can tell you if you're like an introvert or an extrovert and stuff like that. And I always test as extrovert, which I find interesting. Uh, but like, I've, I feel like I always need to recharge. Um, and I, th I think that has a lot to do, like do it being an empath and um, 
if you don't know what an empath is when you're listening to this uh it's like someone who can like feel the emotions of other people as if it's their own um and i think that kind of go hands in hand with like being a light worker like you can just feel it like it's so weird yeah you can just feel it and i think i think a lot of people are desensitized or possibly incredibly overwhelmed by these these things that are inherently i i believe in all beings we can all be empaths we can all be light workers um it, it's some of us some of us it's just like it's just fucking happening we can't stop it i don't know what to fucking do about it like, yeah, you know what's funny is i get that a lot when i go to bars i don't ever mean to have a full-on conversation about life and their problems i'm just i just wanted to get my beer then they happen to just sit there like hey man oh man i'm having a rough day i was like oh that's so now nah, the universe crazy. was like you need to complete this quest if you need this fucking beer so bad i was like God damn it <laughs> You need to help me out. He's having oh, a hard day. Man, I, and it's funny because I end up doing it a lot throughout the night. And I'm like, I just wanted to drink my beer. Why is everybody talking to me? And the worst part is like, okay, talking about the personality thing. I'm actually an introvert. Like, I don't like really being out anywhere. So if I go out anywhere, I'm there for a reason. I am on a quest. I wanted to get my beer. That's it. Then I just get a bunch of people come over to tell me about their whole life. I'm like, whoa. I was not expecting this. <laughs> I think healthy boundaries for empaths and light workers can be a really hard thing to manage or develop. But um, yeah, there's there's definitely something to be said about uh, building up the muscle that says uh, fucking office hours are, are done. <laughs> <laughs> office hours are closed, dude. I just want a beer. <laughs> right now and i am just here for this fucking beer thing yeah thank Sorry. you i think i think we should normalize saying that too because like sometimes you're, you just have like so much and it's it's uh it's quite interesting um uh would, would you like say that maybe you know how crystals like help people um like with their feelings and and clearing energy and stuff like that would you say like like light workers are kind of like the human embodiment of that yeah that's a good yeah that's a great way to 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 correlate those two yeah i think so i think that um i think that light workers have an ability to tap into chi or the life force of the universe and have the ability to move energy for people who have a hard time doing that on their own. So, and I, I think that's a good descriptor of what crystals do. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you a gem. You a gem, boo boo. <laughs> you a gem, boo boo? <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Keep, up, keep up the good work. All of you, if you've ever found yourself in an emotionally exhausting conversation, but at the end of it found it worthwhile because the other person felt better. Yeah. So much for your service. You're really fucking doing the work out there. We can only all grow as fast as we all can grow together. Thank you. It takes all kinds. Yes. That's so true. Shout out to light workers and empaths and everyone, everyone, all the healers of the world. Shout out, my healers, my witches. My healers, my witches, my light workers, my bitches. Oh, that's tight. All the unicorns and colors. Please. You know, I, I think I speak <laughs> for awesome. I think I speak for all of us here on this podcast by saying thank you for being a wonderful guest, our dear yes. witch. But I, we have one more question yes. before we wrap this up. 
What are some All right. misconceptions you find people seem to have about witches even in the modern day? Do you think that people are able to see them as witches right off the bat? Or do you think you're, you know, witches are heavily judged against still to this day? Um, I think they are definitely still judged. Um, I think it's really in- interesting the, the spectrum of, of reactions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, depends, it depends on where you are particularly in the United States of America yeah. in the uh, in the southeast um, there isn't a lot of reaction but it's still pretty weird in the Midwest holy fuck do not go to the Midwest if you are a witch unless you really need to really? be there because they we scare oh, people out here <laughs> do you elaborate on that could you touch on that for a moment we still got time we still have time, so have would time. you mind touching on like your diff? Because you sound like you've traveled far, in the right? Southwest, in particular, they're like, yeah, we like we like our witches over here, and um, I'm in Louisiana now, and I couldn't be surrounded by more fucking witches. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is this the most you've been surrounded by in your travels? You sound like you travel a lot. Yes, 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 I do. Yes, I have. Um, I have settled down. Woo! Wow, I have settled down. Fantastic, yes. <laughs> In the magical, wonderful, mystical, ancient New Orleans. Wow, oh, oh, that's, oh, so, that's cool. so awesome. The French nah, quarters. No. Oh, that's awesome. Be careful out there. <laughs> no, nah, I'm for real. Fuck what you heard. All right. <laughs> oh, you heard. Hey, I was so G. I was so G. Oh my gosh. And we have a gangster witch. Yo. Motherfuckers. That was awesome. That was awesome. Run up. That was awesome. In the COVID world that we're living in, New Orleans has gotten a lot of alarmist information put out there for everybody else. It's just bad journalism. Let me talk about that for like two seconds. And I'm done. Like, Let's do it. Go for it. Preach. Yeah, go Let's for go. It. New Orleans has the most cases in the entire state of Louisiana. Bitch, we have more people in the entire state of Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever really lives in. It's like completely uninhabitable, like total rural areas of like yeah. 10 miles in between houses, dude. Only New Orleans is the only populated area in all wow. of Louisiana. Good job. It's so crazy. Right? Because when I went to Louisiana, that's exactly how it looked. It was nothing around New Orleans, but it's just New Orleans. It's a packed place. I don't even know how New Orleans is here. I mean, of course I do. It's magic. It's absolutely magic. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. There's magic in the music. There's no. our, your, your, if there's something really super magical about your neighbors also going out into the backyard under a moment and being like, <laughs> That's awesome. I'm very at home here. There's a lot of chaos magic, which is another kind of magic. Oh, man. Whatever. I think um, people, witches, people expressing themselves in a colorful manner is going to be perceived in however it's going to be perceived wherever that you are. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think if you are a witch out there experiencing stigma or um, or any other kind of oppression or if you're any other kind of person experiencing any other kind of oppression, hold your ground, baby. Know your power. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yes. To all those witches out there, to everyone else out there. Whatever other people think of you is not a reflection of you, and it is a reflection of how those people perceive the world. And people can perceive the world in a really fucking ugly way, and it's not your responsibility to help them through their perceptions. Yes. 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 That is Beautifully so said. Powerful. Amen. Amen. Oh amen. man! That, yeah, amen, amen. That was awesome. Amen from the witches. <laughs> to our witch being on the show, thank you, thank so, you so much, much. for yeah. lending us your time, <laughs> awesome. elaborating and answering answering all these questions. We could not thank you enough. I know you wish to remain anonymous, but if there's anything you would like to plug out there for everyone else to know, for other witches that are just getting into witchcraft research. Would you like to shout out any like specific stores, any books, any references that you found very helpful in your time? Ooh, that's a good question. Can I uh, send you a list, and so that the list is um, the list for witchcraft resources will be linked in the comment section of yes. this. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. We could do definitely. that. Yes, we will have a blog. So definitely send us that we list. Can add it email to the blog, it to us, yeah. and we will. We will say from our anonymous that was on our podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Thank you. Thank guys. You. This has been weirdish. You're always guys. welcome back. If you would like to come back for a part two, let us know. We'd love to have and you to back. All the witches out there and everyone else out there, you can always let us know if you'd like to come back or come on the show. Tell us your stories. Tell us your practices. And uh, We'd love to hear, yeah. guys, this has been weird ish. Weird, yeah, where we talk about weird ish. <laughs> where we talk about weird ish. Yeah, and if, <laughs> if uh, you guys want to get in contact with us, catch us on Instagram and Twitter at weirdish TV. Uh, you can send us an email at that's some weirdish at gmail.com. And you could just go to weirdish.tv, the website, and hit the contact form if you want. Uh, you can stay anonymous. Let us know if you want us to share your story or not, or if you just want like an outlet to have without us sharing it. Because you know we'll read every email or every message that we get as well. Because we we would just love to hear from you in general, whether we share it or not. Fantastic! Thank you once again, our witch, for being on the show. Could not thank love you it, enough. Love <laughs> it. You're awesome. Thank you. All right. Take care and be weird.